Paramahamsa Parirajikacharya Shota Shota Shishimad His Divine Grace Shila Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami Raj Shila Prabhupada Ki Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Gaura Premanande All glories to the assembled devotees All glories to the assembled devotees 
All glorious to the assembled devotees. All glorious to Shishi Guru and Granga. All glorious to Shila Prabhupada. Jaya Jaya Shishitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vinda Jaya Jaya Shishetanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Shishetanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vinda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vinda so reading from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita translated by A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Srila Prabhupada Ki now we're on the Madhya Lila beginning with chapter 23 life's ultimate goal love of Godhead the following summary of the 23rd chapter is given by Srila Bhaktivedanta Thakur in his Amrita Prabhav Pravaha Bhasha. In this chapter, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu describes the symptoms of emotion and love and the awakening of one's original relationship with the Lord, as well as char- the characteristics of a devotee who has actually attained that stage. Then he describes the gradual increase of love of God up to the point of Mahabhava. Then he describes the five divisions of attraction and how they continue. He also describes the mellow derived from conjugal love, which is the supreme emotion. Conjugal love is divided into two categories, swakiya and parikiya. Prabhuji, what is swakiya? Don't look. Yes, yes. Swakiya refers to loving affairs between husband and wife, and parikiya refers to loving affairs between two lovers. There is a number of descriptions in this connection. There is also a description of the 64 transcendental qualities of Krishna and the 25 transcendental qualities of Srimati Radharani. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then describes those candidates who are eligible to taste the mellows of devotional service. Their fundamental natures and their varieties are also described. The Lord also informs Sanatana Goswami about all confidential paraphernalia of devotional service. He gives a description of Goloka Vrindavan, where the Lord is engaged in his eternal pastimes, described in the Hari Vangsha. There is also an opposing description, and a favorable description of Kesha Avatar. All these instructions are mentioned herein. In this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu blessed Sanatan Goswami, placing his hand on his head. Thus Sanatan received the power to describe those subjects in books like Hari Bhakti Vilas.
Chirararatam nija gupta vitam saprema namraita adatud udaraha Aparama apamaram yo vitatara gora Krishna jane bhyastam aham prapadye The most munificent supreme personality of Godhead known as Gora Krishna distributed to everyone even the lowest of men, his own confidential treasury in the form of the nectar of love of God, love of himself and the holy name. It was never given to people at any time before. I therefore offer my respectful obeisances unto him. There is a verse, I believe it is in the Chaitanya Chandramrita, where the devotee who is, I don't know the author, but the devotee is praying, he says, you know, it is not at all amazing that Krishna lifts Govardhan Hill with one finger. That's not amazing. What is amazing is that in Kali Yuga, he is giving Krishna Prema to everyone. That's amazing. Jaya Jaya Gora Chandra Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhaktavinda All glories to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu All glories to Lord Nityananda All glories to Advaita Acharya And all glories to the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Eva Shun Bhakti Pal Prema Payojan Yahar Shavane Hoi Bhaktarasagyan Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, Oh, now hear, O Sanatan, about Prayojana. Prayojan, this is the, the result of devotional service, which is love of Godhead, Prema. Life's ultimate goal. One who hears this description will be enlightened in the transcendental mellows of devotional service. Krishna Rati Ghada Haila Prema Abhidhana Krishna Bhakti Rasera Estai Bhavanama. When affection for, she, for Krishna becomes deeper, one attains love of Godhead in devotional service. Such position is called Stai Bhava, permanent enjoyment of the mellows of devotional service. Shurasattva Visheshatma, Prema Shuramshu Samya Bhak. Ruchi bishtita marshnanya krid aso bhava uchate. When devotional service is executed on the transcendental platform of pure goodness, it is like a sun ray of love for Krishna. At such a time, devotional service causes the heart to be softened by various tastes, and one is then situated in bhava motion. This is a verse found in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 131. Bhava, motion, has two different symptoms, constitutional and marginal. Now, my dear Sanatan, hear about the symptoms of love. Purport. The word Shuddhashatva Visheshatma means situated on the transcendental platform of pure goodness. In this way, the soul is purified of all material contaminations and the position is called Sarupa Lakshana or in Bengali Lakhana. 
the constitutional position of symptom of bhava, emotion. By various tastes, one's heart is softened, and there is an awakening of one's loving propensity to render a spontaneous service to the Lord. This is called tatashtalakana, or the, the marginal symptom of bhava. Samya marshinita swanto mamantvatikshayankitaha bhava sa eva sandratma budai prema nigatyate. When that bhava softens the heart completely, becomes endowed with a great feeling of possessiveness, mamatva, in relation to the Lord, and becomes very much condensed, sandratma, and intensified, it is called prema, by learned scholars. Purport, this is a verse found in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, one four one. Ananya mamata bishnao mamata prema sangata bhaktir iti uchite bhishma paladutva udava naradai. When one develops unflinching, an unflinching sense of ownership or possessiveness in relation to Lord Vishnu, in other words, when one thinks of Vishnu and no one else to be one's only object of love, such an awakening is called bhakti, devotion, by exalted persons like Bhishma, Prahlada, Uddhava, Narada. These are four of the Mahajans there. Purport. This verse is quoted in the Narada Pantaratra, is found in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu 142. Kona baga kona jiva shadaya yada hai taba se jiva sadhu sanga ye karai. If by good fortune a living entity develops faith in Krishna, he begins to associate with devotees. Sadhu sanga haite hai shavana kirtan sadhana bhakti. When is one is encouraged in devotional service by the association of devotees, one becomes free from all unwanted contamination by following the regulative principles and chanting and hearing. When one is freed from all unwanted contamination, he advances with firm faith. When firm faith and devotional service awaken, a taste for hearing and chanting also awakens. Ruchi haite bhakti hai asakti prachur. Asakti hoite chitte janme krishna priti ankur. After a taste is awakened, deep attachment arises, and from attachment the seed of love of, for Krishna grows in the heart. Se bhav gada haile dhare premanam, 
से प्रेम प्रयोजन सर्वनंद धाम When that ecstatic emotional stage intensifies, it is called love of Godhead. Such love is life's ultimate goal and the reservoir of all pleasures. Purport. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur summarizes this growth of love of Godhead as a gradual process. A person becomes interested in devotional service by some good fortune. Eventually becomes interested in pure devotional service without material contamination. At that point, what is the verse that defines pure devotional service? Anya bilasiti kanakanarmanavritam kushtanu shilam sevanam bhaktirutamam. Yes. So it's free from jnana and karma. So one can practice pure devotional service and not yet be on the pure platform. You can follow Śrīla Prabhupāda or you can follow somebody who is, you know, a karmakandi guru or something like that. So one, if you're following Śrīla Prabhupāda, you're, you're practicing uh, pure devotional service. Even though you may not yet be pure, you're, you're, the, the thing that you're following is pure. Or you can have a, a path that is, the goal is to achieve uh, great karmic results, or you may have a path that the goal is to merge into the supreme, and that is not pure devotional service. So we should not think that we have no access to the pure devotional service. We simply have to follow satorite, follow in the footsteps of our acharyas. One, the more one is interested in hearing and chanting, the more he is purified by... Okay, wait. Eventually he becomes interested in pure devotional service without material contamination. At that point, a person wants to associate with devotees. As a result of this association, he becomes more and more interested in discharging devotional service and hearing and chanting. The more one is interested in hearing and chanting the more he is purified of material contamination. Liberation from material contamination is called anartha nivriti, indicating all, a diminishing of all unwanted things. This is the test of, of development in devotional service. If one is actually develops the devotional attitude, he must be freed from the material contamination of illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, and meat-eating. These are the preliminary symptoms. When one is freed from material contamination, his firm faith in devotional service awakens. When firm faith develops, a taste arises, and by that taste one becomes attached to devotional service. When this attachment intensifies, the seed of love of Krishna fructifies. This position is called priti or rati, affection, or bhav, emotion. When rati, uh, rati intensifies, it is called love of Godhead. This love of Godhead is actually life's highest perfection and the reservoir of all pleasure. Thus, devotional life is divided into two, stage, two stages, sadhana bhakti and bhava bhakti. Sadhana bhakti refers to the development of devotional service through regulative principles. The basic principle for executing devotional service is faith. Above that, 
there is association with devotees, and after that there is initiation by a bona fide spiritual master. After initiation, one is uh, when one follows the regulative principles of devotional service, one becomes freed from all unwanted things. I have a quote from Bhaktuna Thakur on initiation. Where is it? This is from Sri Bhaktiloka, which is Bhaktanatakur's um, elaboration on the second and third verse of the Nectar of Instruction. So he gives he does a whole essay on each of the six items. Six favorable items, six unfavorable. So it makes a whole book, just just those two verses. Okay, so here it says, One should accept initiation and Krishna mantra after pleasing Guru. Those who are, who are adverse to taking initiation and only make a drama of pseudo-kirtan while advertising themselves as Vaishnavas certainly cheat themselves. It is not the duty of materialistic persons to renounce the process of initiation because a few great souls like Jadabharat did not take initiation. Initiation is the constitutional injunction for every living be, every birth of it for the living entity. If initiation is not seen in the life of a perfected soul, it should not be taken as an example. General rules are not changed because something happens to a particular person in a special situation. Dhruva Maharaj went to Dhruva Loka in his material body, seeing that should one waste his time hoping for the same? The general rule for a living entity gives up his material body and goes to Vaikuntha in his spiritual body. General rules, but should be accepted by the people in general. Whatever and wherever is desired by the Lord, who is full of inconceivable potencies, only that happens. Therefore, we should never transgress the general rules. After pleasing the Guru by serving him without duplicity, one should receive from him the instructions of the Absolute Truth and initiation into the chanting the holy name of the Lord. After initiation and instructions from a bona fide spiritual master, a fortunate disciple should follow the path of the previous sadhus. Those who are proud neglect the previous mahajans and create new paths. As a result, they soon proceed on their inauspicious path and ruin themselves. And this is a quote from later on in that same verse. Those who have good fortune from past lives give up pride and respect the established path. But those who are unfortunate promenade on a new path and thus cheat the world. Bhaktun Thakur. Okay, now we're on verse 14. Ado shadha tata sadhu sangata an bhajana kriya tato narta vritti nivritti syat tato nishtat uti sata ata shakti sato bhava tata prema yubanan abu 
abudanchati sadat kaman ayam premna padu pradur bhave bhavet krama so this is all, all the stages here in the beginning there must be faith then one becomes interested in association with devotees thereafter one is initiated by the spiritual master and executes his, executes regulative principles under his orders thus one is freed from all and one inhabits and becomes firmly fixed in devotional service thereafter one develops taste and attachment and this way sadhana oh, this is the way of sadhana bhakti the execution of devotional service according to regulative principles gradually gradually emotions intensify and finally there is an awakening of love this gradual development of love of godhead for the devotee interested in krishna consciousness satam prasangan mama virya samvido bhavantu hit karna rasayana katha tajoshanad ashva apavarga vartmani shadarathir bhaktir anukrami anukrami shati The spiritually powerful message of Godhead can be properly discussed only in the society of devotees. It is greatly pleasing to hear in that association. If one hears from devotees, the way of transcendental experience quickly opens and gradually one attains firm faith in that due course develop and in that due course develops into attraction and devotion. This is a quotation from Shrimad Bhagavatam 3.25.25 Yaharan hidai bhava anukura hoi tanra eke chinna sarva koi If one actually has the seed of transcendental motion in his heart, the symptom will be visible in his activities. That is the verdict of all revealed scriptures. Shantir avatar kalatvam viraktir manasunyata ashabhanda samutkanta nama ghane sadaruchi asakti stad gunakyane priti stad vasati stale ityadio anubhave sur jata bhavana kurejane when the seed of ecstatic motion for Krishna fructifies, the following symptoms of ma- nine symptoms manifest in one's behavior: forgiveness, concern that time should not be wasted, detachment, absence of false prestige, hope, eagerness, taste for the chanting for chanting the holy name of the Lord, attachment to the descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the Lord, an affection for those places where the Lord resides, that is, a temple or a holy place like Vrindavana. These are all called Anubhava, subordinate signs of ecstatic emotion. They are visible in persons in whose heart the seed of love of God has begun to fructify, purport. These two verses are found in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. E navapiti ankura yanra chita hoi prakatak shobetanra shobha nahi hoi. 
if love of God, Krishna is in a seedling state has a fruct, has fructified in one's heart, one is not agitated by material things. Tam mayo mopayatam pratyanta vipra gangadcha devi didam chitam eshe Dvejo Pashita Kukatas Tatakshoba Dashavatva Twalam Gatayata Vishnu Gataha O Brahmanas, just accept me as a completely surrendered soul and let Mother Ganges, the representative of the Lord, also accept me in that way. For I have already been taken, taken the lotus feet of the Lord into my heart. Let the snake board or whatever magical thing the Brahmana has created bite me at once. I only desire that you all continue singing the deeds of Lord Vishnu. Purport. This is a verse from the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.19.15 spoken by Maharaj Pradikshit while he was sitting on the banks of the Ganges expecting to be bitten by the snake bird summoned by the curse of the Brahmin boy named Shingi who was the son of the great sage named Shamika. News of the curse conveyed to the was conveyed to the king, who prepared for his imminent death. Many great saintly persons, sages, brahmanas, kings, and demigods came to see him in his last days. Maharaj Prikshit, however, was not at all afraid to be bitten by the snake bird. Indeed, he requested all the great personalities assembled to continue chanting the holy name of Lord Vishnu. Amen. So we will read some. Also, Bhagavad Gita, their instruction. Aneka Bhudara Vaktram Nekam Pashamitvam Sarvadananta Rupam Nanta Madhyam Chapunashtavadim Pashami Visheshvara Vishvarupa. This is uh, chapter 11, text 16. O Lord of the universe, O universal form, I see in your body many, many arms, bellies, mouths, eyes, expanded everywhere without limit. I see in you no end, no middle, and no beginning. Purport, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is unlimited, and thus through Him everything could be seen. Kirtinam Gadinam Chakrinam Cha Tejarasam Sarvato Diptimantam Pashamitam Durni Riksham Samatad Dipanarlaka Jitim Apremeyam your form is difficult to see because of its glaring effulgence spreading in all sides like blazing fire or the immeasurable radiance of the sun. Yet I see this glowing form everywhere adorned with crowns, various crowns, clubs and discs. 
Tvam aksharam parma veditavyam, tvam asya vishvasya param nidanam, tvam anya vishashvato dhama gopta, sanatanas tvam purusho matome. You are the supreme primal objective. You are the ultimate resting place of all this universe. You are an inexhaustible. You are the oldest. You are the maintainer of eternal religion, the personality of Godhead. This is my opinion. You're without origin, middle or end. Your glory is unlimited. You have numberless arms and the sun and moon are your eyes. I see you with the blazing... I see you with blazing fire coming forth from your mouth, burning this entire universe by your own radiance. Purport. There is no limit to the extent of the six opulences of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Here and in many other places there is repetition. But according to the scriptures, repetition of the glories of Krishna is not a literary weakness. It is said at the time of bewilderment or wonder or in gr- of great ecstasy, statements are repeated over and over. This is not a flaw. Although you're one, you're spread throughout the sky and the planets and all the spaces in between. Oh, great one. Seeing this wonderful and terrible form, all the planetary systems are perturbed. Dvayaya prithivyo, the space in between heaven and earth, and lokatrayam, the three worlds, are significant in this verse because it appears that not only did Arjuna see this universal form of a Lord, but in other, others in other planetary systems saw it also. Arjuna's seeing of the universal form was not a dream, and all whom the Lord endowed with divine vision saw the universal form on that on the battlefield. Amihitvam sura sanga vishanti kechit bita pranjalayo grinanti sashishti uktva maharshi siddha sanga suvanti tvam stutibi pushkalakbi. All the house, all the host of demigods are surrendering before you and entering into you. Some of them, very much afraid, are offering prayers with folded hands. The host of great sages and perfected beings are crying, All peace! And are praying to you by singing the Vedic hymns. The demigods and the planetary systems fear the terrific manifestation of the universal form and its glaring effulgence. And so prayed for protection. Urudaditya vashvato vasavo ye chasadya vishvesvinao maurutascho mapascha gandharva yakshasura siddha sanga vikshantitvam vishmitaschaiva sarvai. All the various manifestations of Lord Shiva, the Adityas, the Vasus, the Sadyas, 
the Vishvadevas, the two Ashvis, the Amuruts, the forefathers, the Gandharvas, the Yakshas, the Suras, and the perfected demigods are beholding you in wonder. Rupam Mahate Bahuvaktalanetram Mahabaho Bahubu Bahu Rupadam Bahudharam Bahudamstram Karalam Dishra Loka Prativiatishtataham Almighty Iron One, all the planets with their demigods are disturbed by seeing your great form with many faces, arms, eyes, arms, thighs, legs, and bellies, and your many terrible teeth. And as they are disturbed, so am I. Nabhaspritam diptam anekavarnam vyatanam vipti vishalam netram drishvahitvam Pravyatishtantaratma Dridam Navidhami Samam Chavishnu. Opar Alvarading Vishnu, seeing you with your many radiant colors touching the sky, your gaping mouths, and your great glowing eyes. My mind is perturbed by fear. I can no longer maintain my steadiness or equilibrium of mind. And you see at the end he says, Please just show me your can I see that other form, your forearm form or your two-arm form? And so I will share um, a devotee's dream, uh, Dr. George. And he saw Lord Chaitanya in the dream. And he said he was effulgent like thousands of suns. So brilliant. And he was saying, how wonderful it is. One little sun and I cannot look at it. It burns the eyes, but this... This, this Lord Chaitanya, he is thousands of th- suns, brilliance, and I can't not stop looking at him. Oh, this is, he had a dream like this. Tamstrakkaralani chate mukani, dishtraya kalanala sanibhani, disho janane labhesa sharma, prasida devesha jijagat nivasha. O Lord of Lords, O Refuge of the Worlds, please be gracious to me. And I cannot keep my balance seeing, uh, thus seeing your blazing death-like faces and awful teeth in all directions. I am bewildered. So we stop here on that one. And then we'll move to Nectar of Instruction. And so we read text seven of Nectar of Instruction. Shat Krishna Nama Charitasit Charitarishitapya Vidyam Pito Patapta Rasanasya Narochikanu Kintva darad aduninam aduninam kalusaiva dushta svavikraman bhavati tat gadamulahantri. So we can say that one together. Shat Krishna nama charitari sitapya vidya. 
Pito patapta rasanasyana rochikanu. Kin twadarad anudinam kalusaiva dushta. Swadikraman bhavati tadgadamulahantri. Okay, one more time we do it. Syat Krishna Nama Charitari Sitapya Vidya Pito Patapta Rasanasyana Rochikanu Kintvadarad Aduninam Kalusaivadushta Swadvikraman Bhavati Tadgalamulahantri Sit Krishna. So Syat is, is Krishna. Nama, so Krishna's name. Charita Adi, the character, pastimes and so forth. Sita. Sita means sugar candy. Api means although. Avidya means ignorance. Pitta. Pitta, like kapha pitta uh, means the bile or that, that uh, fiery element in the body, the pitta. Utapta, afflicted. So when you're, you're, you have a, uh, pitta, uh, disease, utapta, afflicted. Rasanasya, of the tongue. Na, not. Rochika, palatable. Nu, oh how wonderful this is. Kintu, but. Adarat, carefully. Anudinam, Every day, or 24 hours daily, kalu, naturally. Sa, that, the sugar candy or the, of the holy name. Eva, certainly. Jushta, taken or chanted. Svadvi, relishable. Kramat, gradually. Where do we see that word? Krama, kramat. What name of Krishna has that name? Krama. Uru Krama. Trivi Krama. Krama. Step gradually. Bhavati becomes Tatkada of that disease. Mula of the root. Hantri, the destroyer. The holy name, character, pastimes, and activities of Krishna are all transcendently sweet, like sugar candy. Although the tongue of one afflicted by the jaundice disease, the jaundice of avidya, ignorance, cannot taste anything sweet. It is wonderful that simply by carefully chanting these sweet names every day, a natural relish awakens within the tongue, and this disease is gradually destroyed at the root. The holy name of Lord Krishna, his qualities, pastimes, and so forth, are all of the nature of the absolute truth, bliss, beauty, and bliss. Naturally, they're very sweet, like sugar candy, which appears to, appeals to everyone. Nescience, however, as compared to the disease of jaundice, as we were reading Prabhupada's purport in the Bhagavatam, uh, in his foreword, or this is 
actually by the publishers of the Bhagavatam is a Ford. And it says the Bhagavatam is like sugar candy. And any place you, and you you'll t- it will taste sweet. Any place you bite. Nescience, however, is compared to the disease called jaundice, which is caused by bilious secretions. Attacked by jaundice, the tongue of the diseased person cannot palatably relish sugar candy. Rather, a person with jaundice considers something sweet to taste very bitter, avidya. Ignorance similarly perverts the ability to relish the transiently palatable name, quality, form, and pastimes of Krishna. Despite this disease, if one with great care and attention takes to Krishna consciousness, chanting the holy name and hearing Krishna's transcendental pastimes, his ignorance will be destroyed and his tongue will be enabled to taste the sweetness of the transcendental nature of Krishna and his paraphernalia. Such a recovery of spiritual health is possible only by the regular cultivation of Krishna consciousness. So we have seen this in the Krishna consciousness movement. Many people, after extended periods of time of hearing and chanting, develop, you know, maybe they uh, came out of curiosity but did not show much interest, but eventually they become very much attached to hearing about, you know, hearing the Lord, reading Srila Prabhupada's books, chanting the holy name. When a man in the material world takes more interest in the materialistic way of life than in Krishna consciousness, he is considered to be in a diseased condition. The normal condition is remain the eternal servitor of the Lord. Jivera sarupa hoy krishnera nityadasa. This healthy condition is lost when the living entity forgets Krishna due to being attracted by the external features of Krishna's maya energy. This world of maya is called durashaya, which means false or bad shelter. One who puts his faith in Durashaya becomes an, a candidate for hoping against hope. In the material world, everyone is trying to become happy. And all their, though their material attempts are baffled in every way, due to their nescience, they cannot understand their mistakes. People try to rectify one mistake by making another mistake. This is the way of the struggle for existence in the material world. If one in this condition is advised to take to Krishna consciousness and be happy, he does not accept such instructions. This Krishna consciousness movement is being spread all over the world just to remedy this gross ignorance. And people in general are misled by blind leaders. The leaders of human society, the politicians, philosophers, and scientists are blind because they are not in Krishna consciousness. In Krishna consciousness. Such, according to Bhagavad Gita, because they are bereft of all factual knowledge due to their atheistic way of life, they are actually sinful rascals and the lowest among men. Namam durskitana mudha prapadyante naradama maya aprahita jnana surambhavam ashritaha Those whose miscreants are grossly foolish, the lowest of mankind, whose knowledge is stolen by illusion, and who partake in atheistic nature of demons, do not surrender unto me. Such people never surrendered to Krishna. And they oppose the endeavor of those who wish to take Krishna's shelter. When such atheists become leaders in society, the entire atmosphere is surcharged 
with inertience. In such a condition, people do not become very enthusiastic to revive this Krishna consciousness movement. Just as a diseased person suffering from jaundice does not relish the taste of sugar candy. However, one must know that for jaundice, sugar candy is the only specific medicine. Similarly, in the confused state of humanity, Krishna consciousness, the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, is the only remedy for setting the world aright. Although Krishna consciousness may very not be very palatable for a diseased person, Srila Rupa Goswami nonetheless advises us, advises that if one wants to be cured from the material disease, one must take to it with great care and attention. One must begin his treatment by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, because this chanting of the holy name of the Lord from a person in the material condition will be relieved from all misconceptions. Jeto Darpanamarjanam Avidya, a misconception about one's spiritual identity, provides a foundation for ahankara, the false ego within the heart. The real disease is in the heart. If the mind is cleansed, however, if his consciousness is cleansed, the, the person cannot be harmed by the material disease. To cleanse the mind and heart, from all material conceptions, one should take to this chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. It is both easy and beneficial. By chanting the holy name of the Lord, one immediately is freed from the blazing fire of material existence. There are three stages in chanting the holy name of, Lord, of the Lord. The offensive stage, the stage of lessing offenses, and the pure stage. When a neophyte takes to the chanting of the of Hare, the Hare Krishna mantra, he generally commits many offenses. There are ten basic offenses, and if the devotee avoids these, he can, he can glimpse the next stage, which is situated bef between offensive chanting and pure chanting. When one attains the pure stage, he is immediately liberated. This is called Bhava Maha Devagni Nivapanam. As soon as one is liberated from the blazing fire of material existence, he can relish the taste of transcendental life. The conclusion is that in order to get freed from the material disease, one must take to the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. The Krishna conscious movement is especially meant for creating an atmosphere in which people take to the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mantra. What is the Krishna consciousness movement for? We gotta create that atmosphere. One must begin with faith, and when this faith is is increasing by chanting, a person becomes a member of the society. We are sending sankirtana parties all over the world, and they are experiencing that even in the most remotest, remotest parts of the world, where there is no knowledge of Krishna, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra attracts thousands of men to our camp. In some areas, people begin to imitate the devotees by shaving their heads and chanting Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Only a few days after hearing the mantra, this may be imitative, but imitation is a good thing of a good thing is desired. 
Some imitators gradually become interested in being initiated by the spiritual master and offer themselves for initiation. If one is sincere, he is initiated, and this stage is called bhajana kriya. Then one one then actually engages in the service of the Lord by regularly chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, 16 rounds daily, refraining from illicit sex, intoxication, toxicants, meat-eating, and gambling. By bhajana kriya, one attains freedom from the contamination of materialistic life. He no longer goes to a restaurant or a hotel to taste so-called palatable dishes made with meat and onions. Nor does he care to smoke or drink tea or coffee. Not only he not only refrains from illicit sex, but he avoids sex life entirely. Nor is he interested in wasting his time in speculating or gambling. In this way, it's understood that he has become cleansed of all unwanted of unwanted things, anartanivriti. The word anartha refers to unwanted things. Anarthas are vanquished when one becomes attached to the Krishna consciousness movement. When one is relieved from unwanted things, he becomes fixed and executing Krishna's Krishna activities. Indeed, he becomes attached to such activities and experiences ecstasy in executing devotional service. This is called bhava, the preliminary awakening of, of dormant love of Godhead. Thus, the conditioned soul becomes free from material existence and loses interest in the bodily conception of life, including material opulence, uh, material knowledge, a material attraction of all variety. At such a time, one can understand who the Supreme Personality of God it is and what His Maya is. Although Maya may be present and it cannot, it cannot disturb the devotee once he attains the stage of Baba. This is because the devotee can see the real position of Maya. Maya means forgetfulness of Krishna. And forgetfulness of Krishna and Krishna consciousness stand side by side like light and shadow. If one remains in shadow, he cannot enjoy the facilities offered by light. And if one remains in light, he cannot be disturbed by the darkness of shadow. By taking to Krishna consciousness, one gradually becomes liberated and remains in light. Indeed, he does not even touch the darkness, as confirmed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Krishna Surya Sama Maya Haya Andakar Yahan Krishna Tahanahe Maya Andadikar Krishna is compared to sunshine and Maya is compared to darkness. Wherever there is sunshine, there cannot be darkness. As soon as one takes to Krishna consciousness, the darkness of illusion, the influence of the external energy will immediately vanquish, vanish. You want to hear a little bit Srimad Bhagavatam? Commentary by Vishnat Chakravati Thakur. So we'll read just five verses. Text chapter 12, text 6, uh, chapter 6, canto 12, chapter 6, text 66. My dear Brahmana Shonaka, 
chapter 12, text 6, uh, chapter, canto 12, chapter 6, text 66. Yagyavaka satau brahmans chanamsi adi gaveshayan guru avigyamanani supatashte rikam ishwaram. So this is a commentary and, um, by Vishnu Chakravati Thakur called the Sarata Darshini Tika. So the translation is done according to his translation by Banu Swami. My dear Brahmana Shonaka, Yagyavalka, seeking the mantras unknown to even to his guru, began to worship, began worshiping the powerful sun god. So uh, this is just a section on the creation of the Vedic literature. And the last verses, uh, Yagyavalka um, said very proudly to his guru, um, that, you know, what is the use of these like weak little Brahmana disciples of you, of yours? You know, let me, I'll do some austerities and I'll, you know, I'll do everything for you. And I'll do some, and, and then, so his guru told him to leave and he said, yeah, but leave, but give back with whatever I gave you. And so he said he puked out the, the mantras that he gave him. And so his disciples became partridges. These disciples became partridges. And partridge, how you say partridge in Sanskrit, is tairitra. Tai, um, the word for partridge. Titira. And they, and they ate. Taitariya. Probably heard of the Taitariya Upanishad. So they're the one, they, they, took the form of birds because Brahmana can't take something like that. And they swallowed up those mantras. And then, so this is, so he wanted, he was now, he left his guru, now he's trying to get some, he's trying to, he began worshipping the sun god. Purport, Adi, uh, commentary, Adi Gaivesham means seeking. He sought mantras which his guru Vaisha Panya had not studied. Shri Yagyavalka Vacha Om Namo Bhagavate Aditya Kila Jagatam Atma Sarupena Kalasurupena Chaturvida Bhuta Nikayanam Brahmastam Pramadi Stamba Paryantam Anantaridayesha Bhalir Bahir Api Chaksha uh, Chakasha Camus go to the translation. It's very long. Yagyavaka said, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you, the sun the most wealthy Lord of the whole universe, who alone are present in all, in all beings of four types, from Brahma to tr- the trees, who are present internally as the Atma and externally as time, but remain covered by Upadis as ether, but remain uncovered by Upadis as ether is untouched, and who remain who maintain worldly existence by drawing up and expelling water by the year, which is a combination of kshanas, lavas, and nimeshas, which are different time periods. And the commentary says, Our first respectful obeisance is unto you, the sun, lord of the whole universe, who supports the worldly existence. The word bhagavate here means, unto you who are most wealthy. The marakrosha says bhaga means wealth, greatness, and love. You exist inside and outside of the four types of living entities, respects, respectively as Atma and time. 
Though you are situated in the heart, you, like ether, are not covered by the upadis like the jiva. You support the world with drying up and pouring water annually in years composed of divisions of shana, lavas, and nimeshas. Text 68. O best of the devatas, O savita, O shining sun, O destroyer of ignorance, suffering and sin for men who offer prayers daily at the time by the path of the Vedas, I meditate upon you who light up your globe. Commentary. O best of the devatas, O savita, I meditate upon you who lights up the sun globe. O destroyer of ignorance, bija, suffering, and sinful acts of men who praise you through the Vedic mantras at all times, every day. Text 69. You, as the antaryami, put into motion the unconscious mind, senses, and life airs of all moving and non-moving beings under your shelter. Commentary. You put into motion the unconscious anatmana, mind and senses. Text 70. Looking at the almost dead, unconscious people seized and swallowed by the darkness in the form of a python with a fearful mouth and being most merciful by our compassionate glances, you waken them and engage them daily in the auspicious, most auspicious activity, worship of Atma, the real duty. Commentary. Rising over the eastern mountain, you glance over the world. You engage people and worship of the Atma, Atma Vashtane, which is their duty. So that's five verses there. Should we read more or finish? Lunch time? Breakfast time? Alright. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.